Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, June 13, 2022, and this is day 1547 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you above all others. There is none like you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for having such grace and mercy upon us and showing us unconditional love and how we should love each other just because. No boundaries when it comes to the love of God. Thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, everything must change. Everything. We're changing every second. (laughs) We may not see it, but we are. Uh, We're going to be coming out of 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. And Peter is teaching about what is happening or going to happen in the last days that we're in now and um, how the world is changing and for us to not be surprised at what we're seeing. So 2 Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 1 through verse 18. And he says, Dear friends, This is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. And he's talking about the rapture. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water by water. So saying through the Holy Spirit, everything, you know, through God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit was created. Excuse me. By these waters, also the world of that time was diluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. So the whole world is going to be destroyed by fire. The ungodly will have to stand before God at the great white throne judgment, which is talked about in Revelation. And then after that, they will be thrown into hell. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So our loving God, 
is saying, I'm waiting. There's yet one. There's yet two that I'm waiting for. He is very patient with us. And he's saying, I'm waiting on them to get it right, to come to know my son, to accept him as their savior. Verse 10 says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar and the elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But keep, but in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. God knows we're not perfect. That's why we needed a savior. So when we do mess up and it happens, y'all, oh my gosh, on a daily basis, I need to repent and ask God to forgive me for maybe even thoughts that went through my mind that were not right. You know, it, it's beyond now as we grow in Christ. Or, you know, we used to just lash out maybe and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. Now we're growing in Christ, but our thoughts may not be the way God would have them to be. So we we need to ask God to help us in those areas as well. Verse 15 says, bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. So there are going to be people that will distort the word of God, just as they were then, these false teachers, and they will lead others or many astray. So we need to stay in tune, stay in step with the Holy Spirit and stay uh, in tune with what the Lord has for us to do. Uh, study in the word of God, having fellowship with God so that we are on track with him. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Powerful, right? That's how much God loves us. He gives us warnings. He lets us know everything is not going to be sugar-coated and taste sweet, but it tastes sweet to know the truth, to know the truth. The truth will make us free. Point number one. When my colleagues from CCR were at T-Zone last Friday to teach conflict resolution workshops to our kiddos, one of them were shocked to see how much my granddaughter had grown up. The last time he saw her, she was about seven years old. She's now 12 and looks totally different. That's what's happening to everything in the, this world. 
Everything will change. We're changing. Everything must change according to God's plans. We can either embrace the change or rebel against it. And we will reap the consequences for our choice, either good or evil. So we, we need to understand that as much as we want to save this world, the elements, the earth, I think it's a good thing to recycle, to, to make sure we're doing our part. But we need to make sure to not get so caught up in all of that that we miss what God is saying for us to do. His word says it's going to be destroyed. But again, doesn't mean we need to help that, <laughs> help make it happen. We continue to do our part, but not dwell there. That's what that, don't get consumed by that. Understanding what the word says. Point number two, where do you stand? Realizing that the earth is going to be burned up. We should put our confidence in what is lasting and eternal and not be bound to earth and its treasures and pursuits. Be aware if you're spending your time piling up possessions on this earth. Instead, we should be striving to develop Christ-like character. I'm going to read to you out of Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 4. Let me get there. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 4. Let me go there. And it says, and this is John speaking, one of Jesus' disciples who was um, put on an island to die, the island of Patmos. And he was left there. Well, while being there, <laughs> the Holy Spirit had different plans. He gave him the book of Revelation, and he wrote according to uh, the Lord's guidance, the book of Revelation. And this is what he says here. He says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look! God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. And that's how God will do it. <laughs> we have so much to look forward to. Knowing and understanding that God's plans are different from ours. We may not understand it, but look at it as we trust God and have faith in him and understanding that change has to take place for us to get to where he would have us to be. Yeah, even growing us up by Iron sharpening iron, so does man sharpen another. Many times we're getting sharpened up, y'all. God is sharpening us up through other people, through one another. And it doesn't always feel good, but that's part of change that has to take place for us to grow up spiritually so that we are fulfilling our purpose to the fullest, all the way. I remember I used to, uh, when I had my 
business serving clean, <laughs> one of the things I would put so much emphasis on was making this business successful, um, getting to that million dollar mark. <laughs> That's how it was back then. That was about 20 years ago. And a uh, million dollars isn't much anymore, but it was, it would have been a lot for me. And that was my, always the goal. You know, how do I, I need to get out and do this. I need to do that. And, and God said, no, the, the, you're, you're getting things out of perspective. You're beginning now to put this business and your, your fleshly desires above me. I need, he's, he showed me how I needed to shift and change and uh, he allowed me to go through some stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it helped me to change in that area uh, because I understood, as we talked about yesterday, that Paul talked about how all this stuff is rubbish. It means nothing. And I had to learn that. And God sharpened me up as I began to lose things that had nothing to do with my growth in Christ. And as I lost those things... I got closer to God and understood now that balance that I need to have. Nothing wrong with having a business, but that business should not come before God. Nothing wrong with having things, but those things should not have us. Nothing wrong with having desires to have this beautiful home, beautiful cars, but they should not have us. We should be willing to give it up at any moment for the Lord to do what he's called us to do. He may say, I want you to downsize. You may be used, and this is something that happened to us. You may be used to that mega house. We had a big duplex that we lived on both sides and we turned it into a single family home. And, uh, you know, after 9-11 hit, that business that I had, everything just went downhill. God had a plan. We had to move. And it, it was a small ranch style house and it was probably 1500 square feet i tell you the house that we were in was at least 3000 square feet <laughs> these were big old school uh duplexes high ceilings and really pocket doors made out of solid wood and beautiful wood trim yeah you know what god said time to let it go about bankruptcy about you know had to give up a car, lost a car in foreclosure, uh, repossession, I should say. Didn't even know, like, oh, our car is gone. I wonder what happened. I made arrangements to pay it off. What happened? <laughs> and I said, there's no glass, honey, on the ground. What happened? I was telling my husband, he goes, that thing was, that thing was repoed. I'm like, what? I had not had that happen before. There were a lot of things <laughs> that I had to go through that had not ever had happened before. Part of the changing and adjusting and then God changed after all that fell away. He blessed us with brand new everything. <laughs> I mean, it was brand new to us and we appreciated everything so much more. And then I was able to get things in perspective. And, and I always can tell when I'm veering off the wrong way, God is saying, a change is coming and it starts in us. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first change you can make. That'll be the best thing you could ever do in your whole life because it determines where you spend eternity. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. The angels are rejoicing because of you. Yep, a change has taken place. <laughs> now, get into, if you're not in a church, get into a Bible-believing church that believes in the Word of God so that you can grow even more and change even more. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing in our community with our precious youth. This is a mission God has given us, and it has been such a blessing. Uh, yeah, we're teaching workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and uh, we're looking to start doing some presentations on sex trafficking coming in September. So I'll be doing it at my church. I'll be, excuse me, I'll be letting you know more about that as we get those dates solidified. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.